whoever and wherever you are. You're listening to We Hate Small Talk with Cindy and Iman. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of We Hate Small Talk. Today, we will be discussing adult friendships and how painful sometimes they can be. Yeah, definitely. And not that we hate on friendships or anything, but I think now that we've officially become, you know, responsible adults, a functioning member of society, it has come to our realization that it's really hard to not only just maintain our current friendships, but like, how the heck are we supposed to make new friends? Exactly. I think that's also a huge problem I'm facing too now that I've kind of been in the workforce for over a year and realized the lack of new friends that I am making. And I think COVID <laughs> is definitely playing a big part into that. But after COVID clears up, hopefully in a couple years, I think that will still be a major problem. And it just seems like now that everyone has a job or everyone has other priorities in their lives, friendships oftentimes come to be bottom of the list after, you know, your family, after your job. And like after that, like you have your personal life and your personal time and there's just not that much time anymore for friendships compared to when we were in university or in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like throw back to the days where we were children and could literally make like five friends in a recess period. Like where is that energy now? I really need to channel that. Exactly. Like throw back to the days when we saw our friends every day (laughs) during recess and now we're seeing our friends like once a month at the most which is like pretty good yeah like once in a blue moon all of my friends will congregate um and you know sometimes that feels like quarterly shareholder meetings (laughs) exactly you know when you (laughs) present your little mini powerpoints on what happened to you over the last quarter (laughs) yeah exactly like oh did we make any gains or did we did we you know not do so well this quarter um yeah (laughs) yeah here are my assets and liabilities in my life (laughs) Anyways, so I guess like let's start off with the number one thing we hate the most about adult friendships now. Okay, for me, it's 100% that scheduling thing. If I thought it was absolutely a nightmare to schedule meeting times for group projects during school, it is a billion times worse to schedule your friends together, even for something like dinner. You're messaging back and forth in the group chat, but everyone has different work schedules. Some of us work later than others. And there's also a a bunch of other things that just come up and you're having to book your friends like a month in advance. Okay, I completely relate to that. And I would say like mine is very similar to yours. So maybe it's a cop out. But for me, it's probably the distance because in university, it was just so easy to hang out with people because you were either all living in the same suite like us, living in the same (laughs) building, or living like a block away from each other because you're just all in one area. But now people are in different cities, they're in different provinces, different countries, and it's just really hard to see all your close friends that often anymore yeah that kind of ties into what we want to talk about starting off with the difference between our friendships before we were adults versus now um and then i kind of want to ask you like whether you set expectations for close friends like have they changed or do we are we even supposed to set expectations with our friends 
And then maybe last, like, we'll kind of look forward at maybe some ways we can make friends as adults if we are able to. Yeah, and maybe starting off with difference between, like, our friendships now versus before we were adults. I would say the biggest difference I'm noticing is just before I would kind of take my friends for granted Whereas now I'm an adult, I definitely prioritize friendships in my life because I think that my friends are the people who kind of shape me to be the person I am today. I do believe in that saying where it's like you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I think during university, I spent a lot of time with my friends. So like my personality, what I find that's funny the things that I'm interested in, like my passions, a lot of that is actually influenced by like who I I was friends with growing up and in my early 20s, right? I've realized how important friends are and how like much support they can provide and how valuable they are to one's life. But now it's just prioritizing it and juggling it with like all your other responsibilities along with like everyone else being so busy that's like the main difference Mm, yeah hopefully i'm not dragging your average down um yeah that's the that's the thing i you know was worried about when you were mentioning that average with your friends type of thing what do you mean (laughs) you literally encourage me to do so much and like are my biggest hype woman so no okay good 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 i think for me it's like i've realized how more selective i have to be with my friends and um that's like a terrible way to put it like why are you being selective um but it's like i think when we were younger it was very easy to be friends with people off of very superficial things right like it's like you were friends with everyone simply because like they were the girls in your class or like you made friends with someone because you're like, oh my gosh, she has such cute stationery. Like, I know, that mm-hmm. was me. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I remember in grade two, I would trade stickers and I, I became friends with people who had the coolest stickers. Like, puffy stickers, have you ever heard of those? They were the bomb.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we were just so, I guess, um, free with our, like, love, affection, time because, like, we had so much of it. And now that we're older, more tired, and have less time, um, it's really made me be more stringent with people that I call my close friends. And, you know, throw back to our episode in season one where I really talked about how I only have five friends. It's true. Like, I have only enough energy to maintain five close friendships with people that I really care about and that have like very similar values to me. Um, and yeah, that's that's maybe how I've changed throughout the years. And now that we're adults and have even less time on our hands, maybe that number will drop down to like three. <laughs> oh my God, that's really sad. But <laughs> I love how you mentioned the um, effort part of it because I find now that I'm working, I get irritated very easily on weekdays if I have like a bad day (laughs) at work. So it's like when I'm already irritated and annoyed because I had a bad day at work or I had to work like a shit ton of hours, the only people I'm wanting to talk to is like no one or someone I really value. So that's why I agree. Like I think being selective, like I've also been doing that. Because, yeah, you just don't have enough energy to give. Yeah, and, like, as we get older, I think it's just, like, we're only with people that we can be, like, our true selves with, right? Like, if I'm, like you said, having a real shitty day, like, I need someone who can kind of take me as my worst and kind of, like, 
you know, help me out or try to, like, talk through it with me. Like, I want supportive people in my life. And, of course, it's, like, a returning relationship, too, because, like, I want to be there for my closest friends, like, when they're having a not-so-great day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I just thought of something interesting, so I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if you've had this experience, so just let me know. Do you find that your friendship with someone changes when they enter a relationship? And the reason why I'm asking that is because I think personally, like the person you would go to as an adult, if you're in a relationship is your partner to vent about your shitty day or to talk about like the little things, right? If you are in a relationship. So like once we enter a stage in our life where more and more people are in relationships and they go off to their partners to vent instead of going off to their friends, like do you think that would change? your friendships with people i'm just knocking on wood right now that not all of my friends abandon me for um these bros they meet um or gals um and yeah like that was really frightening what you just said and described basically my worst nightmare but it's okay you know we're gonna move past it um i think (laughs) or at least i hope that i think like partners and friends can provide different things like there are some friends that you would go to to talk about certain topics that you might not talk to your partner about. think that's perfectly fine. And maybe a lot of people, when they become, you know, in a relationship, they'll depend on their partner more and slowly, like, I guess, fade a little from the friendship. And I'm completely okay with that, too. Like, I know, like, you know, when you meet someone, you're really, like, vibing with them. You want to, like, basically catch them up to, like, everything in your life in the past, like, two-ish decades. That's a lot of effort. Um, And I respect that. But I think good, like, legitimate friends, they don't just disappear, like, once they're in a relationship. And if there are people that do that, like, it's truly chicks before dicks, right? So, like, I would be like, okay, if I was that unvaluable to you, I don't think we need to be friends. Go find your significant other. Damn. She said it here first, folks. Maybe that's really spicy. (laughs) Yeah, like, maybe that's, like, a (laughs) I'm jealous type of thing. But, like, truly, like... I would hope that none of my friends are people like that. And based on what I've seen, you know, a lot of... Actually, all of my friends have been in relationships, I've just realized. Um, And they haven't abandoned me yet. So looking forward to the future. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good to hear. Like, that was kind of a test um, and you passed it. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, even are you trying to say something? Like... (laughs) No, I think that's, like, I completely agree. I think, like, uh, you should never abandon your friends, like, when you're in a relationship because at the end of the day, like, relationships, they're not permanent, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas friendships are. Like, I think close friends, you can probably count on them for life almost. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no expectation that it's going to end. Whereas relationships, when you're in your early 20s, like, they're fragile, you know? Like, one storm... That plant could die. <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't sound broken at all. <laughs> I just wanted to add, like, I do think as a female who is interested in the opposite sex in a relationship. <laughs> you can say the word, men. <laughs> okay, as a female who is interested in men and most of my close friends are females, I do think female close friends offer so much value that men cannot offer. 
<laughs> Females just understand where you're coming from when you're complaining. They just get it. Whether you're complaining about work or, you know, anything else, like, I feel like they relate on a deeper level. Whereas for men, you kind of have to explain to them how you feel. And even then, like, they won't truly understand. Maybe I'm just, like, dissing the entire male population right now. Maybe you're just dissing the guys you've dated. Ooh, burn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like my closest female confidants, like, I would trust them with my life. Like, truly, like, I think, like, who, if I got into, like, a situation where I couldn't handle it by myself, like, who would I call first? Um, probably don't want to call my parents because I don't want to worry them. Um, and then I probably don't want to call like a non-existent significant other. (laughs) Um, so like it'll definitely be my friends who I turn to. And so like, I think cultivating, maintaining that relationship is like of the utmost importance, especially as we're, you know, getting into the age where we're going to be having a lot more responsibilities, encountering new things in our lives, maybe some issues that we've never had to deal with when we were, like, in school. And so, like, relying on friends is, like, key to survival. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think I'm in the same boat. Okay, so now that we've, like, kind of set the stage of how much we love and value our friends, I kind of want to know, like, do you have any expectations with your close friends and maybe like have they changed over the years or are you someone that doesn't set expectations at all? That's a good question. I think I set expectations in my head but I never communicate them with my close friends. Okay so she likes mind games. (laughs) (laughs) No I that's probably not the healthiest thing to do and I think I will um, adjust my expectations based on like the actions that I see from different kinds of friends Mm -hmm. I can like adjust the expectations from there but I don't think I've ever had a formal conversation about expectations I think if something really pisses me off then I will definitely let them know but I Mm -hmm. think it's like not something as formal as maybe if I were in a relationship and I was like you know like agreeing to be in this relationship and setting expectations for the relationship like I've never had that (laughs) kind of talk with a close friend so yeah I think how has the expectations changed over the years Um, when I was younger I definitely had less expectations from my friends Maybe because we were just happy, go-lucky people who didn't face (laughs) much challenge in their life. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. really remember complaining to my friends that much before high school. And then in high school, like, they were there every day that if I had to complain to them, it was easy. Mm -hmm. But now I think that we're all in living in different you know, apartments or uh, houses in different parts of the city or country, I do have sort of that expectation that if I need my close friend, that they would be there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But that expectation has never been like said out loud. It's just like an unspoken rule. Mm. Yeah, I realize like we never really do like define a relationship um, type things for like friendships. Like if you ask anyone, like, when did you like, what point did you start, you know, being friends with them like (laughs) you kind of never really know and I know people like celebrate like friend anniversaries like do they yeah I know people that do like they celebrate the years or decades they've known each other and I think it's cute like honestly like you probably get to higher numbers with your friends than with your significant others to be honest (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, let's be real. I'm at like probably like 18 or 19 with some of my friends that I have. Oh gosh, yeah. Like I think um, I recently realized that with one of my friends, like we are hitting like two decades of friendship. <laughs> That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. You knew me before I knew myself. Like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I think for me, because my love language is quality time, like, there's an expectation of we are going to spend time together if we're friends. Um, and it's almost, like, bad that I kind of mandate this in a way. Like, I set up weekly recurring calls with a couple of my close friends that I either don't get to talk to every day because, like, we're busy or, like, we're not in the same location. It's difficult for us to meet up. And it's been a really, really great way to have them in my life in some form or fashion. Like, even though, like, on the calls, we literally just, like, shoot the shit or catch each other up on our lives or just talk about, like, random things, I still think it's, like, great because I kind of, like, need that to keep the friendship going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how you used love languages in the context of friendships mm-hmm. because um, I never thought about that before. And I guess like with my friends, I don't feel the need to have like recurring touch points, but I do feel the need that eventually after like a certain period of time that I've defined in my head that I <laughs> like if I haven't heard from them, I will be like, okay, like what are they up to? Let's check in kind of thing. Mm. So like for me, that's usually like, two weeks for like close friends if I haven't talked to you in two weeks then I'm like okay like I will reach out Mm -hmm. but I do think that time gap is different for everyone Mm -hmm. which is why I find that might cause some strife in adult friendships it's like when you're close friends with someone and they want to keep in touch more often than you or if I want to keep in touch with someone more often than than they want to keep in touch with me, then I could see that potentially causing some frustration on either end. Oh yeah, like 100%. I think because like our 20s is a very accelerated portion of our lives, like we're all shooting off into different directions. It's hard to maintain the same level of friendship if you don't have shared experiences because I feel like that's like core to a relationship. If we don't have the same conversation, Um, because we don't have the same experiences, our day-to-days are so vastly different, we can't find, like, the same topics to talk about, it's hard to keep up that pretense, because, like, I can like you and, like, adore you as a person, but if we're, like, completely different lives, like, I don't know what I would do, right? Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess I had another interesting question for you. This is not a test, I swear. (laughs) Have you ever been frustrated with me as a friend if so like explain and i definitely want to hear the truth okay no we can do this for each other um it's all coming out now this season of the podcast like will this be our last episode stay tuned um (laughs) 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 Um, like i don't think i've ever been annoyed with like my close friend actually never mind let me retract that that statement (laughs) I've definitely been like annoyed like small annoyances like you have like like anyone in your life like there are some things that may irk you but major annoyance I don't think so because I understand like for you it's probably like I'm like oh she's a little flaky (laughs) um or like when Neiman is like late to something because like she scheduled something off I understand though because like your lifestyle is really busy and you have a shite ton of work to do like 
if I was in your position, I would probably cut off all contact with other humans in my life. (laughs) Um, But like, you're doing really good. Like, I think the fact that I still get to see you and we still get to have like meaningful conversations, we still like do cool things together. Like, that's enough for me. That's really interesting because I can definitely think of friends who are busier than me who I would categorize as a little flaky and Mm. like a little late to things too. So the fact that like I am that to you is like I'm very sorry because I definitely don't try to be but I know I am now. So I will definitely try to like be more aware of it. I think sometimes I'm actually like not aware that I'm doing it so frequently but now that you've mentioned it I do realize like I do it very frequently like I'll always be like can we push like 10 minutes please like or like you know what I mean so (laughs) but like it's not a big deal for me like I don't mind it because I understand there's a reason for it like if it was like a friend that was like like they literally forgot or like they're like not doing anything and they just like didn't put it top of their mind like I would be pissed off but for you like and maybe I'm just making excuses because you know you're one of the five people um (laughs) making excuses for myself it's okay cindy she's she she cares she's just busy um no but like for you i understand because i don't think you don't value me just because you're like a little late like it's just like one of your quirky features and like it's fine (laughs) and when you say quirky you mean bad but um no i'm definitely aware of it and i think like awareness is the first step so the (laughs) next step is working on it which has been a work in progress for quite some time and i'm still working on it but i know that i need to work on it so yeah okay now your turn (laughs) um i'm trying to think okay i think for you you're a really good friend like all in all i think you're one of my most reliable and like supportive loyal friends who I know like can relate and also like I guess see things from an objective point of view but I think at the end of the day like I know you will always have my back you will never like go on the side of whoever I'm beefing with or whoever I have strife with like (laughs) I know that you have my back you know what I mean yeah I'm ready to fight like constantly (laughs) and I think like I also have that trait in me too like we're both similar in that way that we're just like so loyal and we'll always have like that person's side um Mm -hmm. But maybe if I had to pick, like if I actually had to pick one thing, it would probably be (laughs) like sometimes maybe it's like your intensity (laughs) when we do things. And that's why I think, honestly, I do like it a lot that you take control and you dictate what we're going to do. I do like it a lot because I don't have to plan and it makes life easy for me. But I think Mm -hmm. sometimes (laughs) if you say we're going to drink... I get, like, a little little frightened. I'm like, okay, like, I really don't want to die tonight. I don't want to black out. Please spare me. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, like, you're understanding and you're like, okay, fine. Like, you don't have to drink that much. Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I feel like for outings, I am definitely someone that's literally all in. Like, I don't like to go out that often. So when I do, I'm like very intense but listeners please know i do not condone over drinking (laughs) oh really um for other people for myself maybe that's a different question but like i feel like because i get so hyped up by myself i oftentimes (laughs) just become 
oblivious and like if someone tells me oh like that's it for me i'm not going to push them to drink like ever like mm-hmm. but i'm always there to like hype it up if they want to yeah um I agree. but yeah i realized i might be overbearing at times <laughs> I do agree though like if I say no then it's no Mm -hmm. but I do think like you are your biggest cheerleader and I love that about you and I think that in turn you are like everyone else's biggest cheerleader too yeah now that you've like you know let me know I will be more wary of everyone's reaction because like I think my main thing is like I just want to like make sure everyone is having the greatest time of their lives like i just want like everything to be full throttle like maximum if possible like just absolute like you know like spectacular um so yeah yeah i do think that you are like a really great hostess and i do think that like that's a skill that I would love to learn from you. I feel like I haven't hosted enough in my life to be good at it. And I definitely like want to get good at it because I think it's like honestly a life skill to have. Um, but you do a good job. <laughs> yeah, just supply enough spicy water and everyone has a good time. That's that's the key. <laughs> Okay, so now that we're still friends, um, after that heart to heart, um, <laughs> let's you know discuss the topic, which I honestly like. I'm all ears for, and maybe this is kind of like a strategic session that we have. But like, how the hell are we supposed to make new friends, even? Like, I I adore my five friends, and I definitely, honestly, maybe don't even have capacity to make new friends. But if presented with the opportunity. How do we do that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, I'm trying to think back, honestly, to the last time I made a new friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to think about this for a while, but I think the last time I made a new friend was from work, like truly. Mm. And it was just multiple people that joined around the same time at, as me at work who I really vibed with. They were around my age And because we had all been going through the same experience of working during like COVID and having to navigate the firm online and basically we all had the same things to complain about, um, I think that's what united us and like made us close. So I think going back to like what you're saying about shared experiences, that's literally crucial key to making new friends, I think. Either shared experiences or like shared interests and I think like with the new friends I made, it was a mix of both. Okay. Yeah, so I'm trying to think back to, like, when I made a new friend, and um, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that work friend to happen. Um, <laughs> don't think I'm in deep enough yet to have made any, like, solid work friends. And that's going to be the largest part of my experiences from now on. But I think the last friend I made was honestly my university friends who were in the same section as me and I made like a couple of really good friends that I talked to on like a day-to-day basis honestly so uh it's been pretty good having them like did not think that was gonna happen but you know positive surprised exceeded expectations in that regard but I think (laughs) like for work it's hard because like you're still putting up a front you know within the first like couple of months that you're in the group with other people and so yeah maybe when I have my first like work-related breakdown I will find someone (laughs) 
to, you know, help me through that with. I think with work, it's hard now because of COVID and just the fact that we don't see people our age that much. And even if we do, it's probably mostly online and it's hard to make that friendship last just through online interactions. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like it's honestly really hard now. I think like that's why adults are so friendly to strangers. It's just because (laughs) they're looking for any opportunity to be friends with someone. You know how like when you go to the grocery store, it's always the adults that like will take the time to say hi or smile at you. Yeah, they're just lonely F and starving for affection. Um... (laughs) But I agree. Like, I think, like, because there's no manual to this. Like, everyone craves friends as an adult. Like, especially if, you know, you're down to your last couple of friends. And you're like, oh, no, got to get backups, like, in case these friends don't work out. Um, but, like, maybe along that line, like, instead of just at work, we should look to, like, other shared experiences. Like, I don't know, like... Do people make friends with people at their hot? Do people even have hobbies as adults? Like, I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, legit. I feel like um, one other way people can, like, stay in touch with friends or, like, make new ones is through online platforms. Mm, yeah. And I find that, like, even now as an adult, I think we were talking in the last episode, like, we hate social media. A lot of times, like, even though we hate it, we still need it because that's how we're getting updated on what our friends are up to or like not friends but acquaintances Mm -hmm. but I feel like without social media we wouldn't keep in touch with those people anyways Mm -hmm. and so are they really your friends yeah so clearly as you can see we're pretty stumped (laughs) um but I do agree like I think over the course of your life like your friendships will change like some people that used to be super great friends with are now acquaintances and like maybe you'll be surprised with acquaintances that become your very close friends and like I think it's like an ebb and flow type of thing like it's always kind of changing depending on your like place in your life where you're going like etc but I also just realized that maybe like a way people make friends is like the merging of friend groups through unions you know Mm. like if you start dating someone they kind of bring their friends along for the ride and you know sometimes maybe you lose out on that relationship but you gain a couple new friends okay i didn't even think about that example what i was thinking about was the merging of friend groups like with us two because i feel like in the last year i have been introduced to your friend group Because, you know, you have just such a close group of close friends that (laughs) you just all introduced us to each other in a way. And so now I feel more comfortable with your close friends than I did before, you know? So I would say, like, I was reminded of that example. And who knows? Maybe you'll get introduced to my random friend group one day. Yeah, I've also just taken a look at my group and I've like forged my own like gal pal like situation where I've just like acquired close friends and made them me. And I'm like, okay, now you guys are friends. And that's kind of how I've accumulated like a group. And yeah, I feel kind of bad. Like maybe y'all don't like it, but maybe y'all do like it. And I'm just like a good mediator. No, it's definitely interesting because I feel like you're friends with people that obviously like I was not exposed to in university. So 
it's like really cool to meet people that like I was not friends with and I mm-hmm. am now getting to appreciate like their different quirks and I get to almost see like a more broken down like candid version of them through our mediated hangouts with you there <laughs> versus like if I were to just be hanging out with them one-on-one like I would probably see a more polished version because like we're not familiar with each other you know what I mean Mm, yeah I'm glad I could be like the person that schedules play dates um yeah I'd love that (laughs) okay so I guess to wrap up this episode the conclusion is we both are struggling to navigate this new realm we're in when it comes to our adult friendships I think that we both know what we want but we're just finding it difficult to maintain it but we're still trying our best Mm -hmm. yeah and I honestly think it is so much harder to find a good genuine friend in this economy than it is to find a significant other so I mean (laughs) if you're listening and you feel like we would vibe please dm us like we're always open to having a new gal pal join the group (laughs) exactly who knows maybe we'll even have a season rap party and invite you as our new friend to hang out for a play date yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay once again thank you all for listening to this chaotic and very confusing episode on we hate adult friendships If you like this episode, please shoot us a message and let us know your thoughts at WeHateSmallTalk on Instagram. And until next time, bye! bye.